stepping into the light. From Flashbangs and Frag Grenades. By Calchexis. Read by Sam Gabriel. Based on League of Legends by Riot Games. Chapter 1 Music was playing through the flat. A soft, jazzy number in a style that was popular in the spaces where Piltover met Zahn. Jinx had never been able to decide if she liked it or not. On the one hand, it was a style of music that didn't really have any rules, and that appealed to Jinx. On the other, only a few versions of it played it with any kind of volume, so it was a little soft for her taste. But Lux liked it, and that was enough. At that moment, she was humming along to it in the kitchen, and honestly, Jinx liked listening to that sound a lot more than she liked listening to jazz. Lux couldn't carry a tune in a bucket, and her singing voice was the sort of thing best left to theory than practice, and Jinx loved it. Lux had the most beautiful voice in Piltover, at least as far as Jinx was concerned, and anyone who said otherwise could take it up with fishbones. "'Dinner's almost ready!' Lux called. Jinx made a quietly affirmative noise as she went back to tinkering with one of Pow Pow's barrels. Every time she spun Pow Pow up lately, the poor thing would rattle like crazy. Initially, she thought the main rotator cuff was off-center or maybe wearing down around the bolts, but it turned out to be fine. The interlink had been fine, too. Now she was pulling out the individual firing mechanisms and barrel manifolds apart, trying to figure out what was causing it. What a great way to spend the night. As Jinx turned the barrel she'd been examining over in her hand and sighted down the length, an odd smell tickled her nose. At first, she ignored it, turning the barrel this way and that. If it had warped, then that would explain the rattle. The smell got stronger, and Jinx lowered the barrel, wrinkled her nose, and was about to ask if Lux had burnt something when a subtle snap of displacement flashed brightly in front of her, and Jinx suddenly realized where she knew that smell from. Ozone. It was the smell of teleportation. Setting the barrel aside, Jinx stared down at an envelope that was lying on the desk in front of her on top of her schematics and notes. Staring up at her was her own name, Jinx, written in a delicate, flourishing style. It was a letter. A letter for her. A letter addressed specifically to her. It occurred to Jinx in that moment that she'd never gotten a letter before. Threats? Sure. Wanted posters? Many. The occasional subpoena, even. Once, she even got jury duty. She'd answered that one, but only to go blow up the jury, the bailiff, the accused, the witnesses, the magistrate, both lawyers, and the courthouse, but that was mostly because Jinx hated lawyers. She'd never gotten a letter, though. It also occurred to Jinx that if someone wanted to kill her, then sticking a bomb in a fancy letter, writing her name on the back, and then teleporting it in front of her was probably the best possible plan they could have come up with. How could she possibly resist? Jinx ran a hand over the letter. The stationery was expensive. Even with her numb fingers, she could feel how soft it was. Lux would probably know what kind it was, too, but she would probably also burn it or throw it out a window or something in case it was dangerous, and that was no fun. Licking her lips, Jinx picked it up delicately and sniffed at it. No chemicals, at least nothing detectable. She turned it over and checked the crease where it was folded, eyeing it from every angle. It didn't seem like it could possibly contain anything but parchment. There were no awkward bulges or odd balances of weight, just the normal heft of a normal letter. The wax seal that held it shut was royal blue, the same color as Lux's eyes, and embossed on the wax was a symbol that Jinx didn't recognize. It wasn't Piltoven or Zonite. It wasn't Noxian or Demacian either, as far as she knew. 
Eh, why not? Jinx smiled as she picked up a knife, stuck it under the wax, and popped off the seal. No explosions. Jinx wasn't sure if she was disappointed or not. In a rare show of patience, she decided to hold off on that judgment until after she saw what the letter said. Holding off on anything normally felt alien to her, but this time, well, maybe Lux was rubbing off on her. She peeled the envelope open while Lux continued to hum softly behind her and drew out the pages within. They were very official-looking, the sort of thing Jinx usually burned without thinking about. Too many words that took too much effort to focus on. This time she focused. She scanned one line, then another, and on down the page until she reached the end, then moved on to the next page, and the next. She read the words, and in the context of the words she understood, she understood what the letters said. What she didn't understand was why the letter was saying those things to her. It didn't make sense, but then, where was the fun in making sense? Maybe that was the point. Because it didn't make sense. Jinx's smile grew fractionally wider. Of course. That was why. It made sense because it didn't make sense. Because there's no fun at all in making sense. Well, that solved that. Right? Except the letter. It wasn't a joke. It was real. Were they trying to be funny? They wanted her to respond, and she could, easily. All she had to do was say the word. Jinx turned to look over her shoulder at Lux, who was bobbing her head to the music, occasionally wiggling her shoulders as she hummed off tune to the music playing through the den while she cooked. Jinx knew that if she asked Lux, then Lux would probably tell her to throw the letter away and just pretend she hadn't gotten it. That was the smart thing to do. Lux was smart. She was good and perfect and brilliant, while Jinx... My name is Jinx, she whispered. It stands for Jinx. She folded up the letter, slipped it back into the envelope, and tucked the envelope beneath a pile of her notes and blueprints. She didn't want to decide now. Right now her head was buzzing, and somewhere in the distance a tox toad was croaking, and everything was quiet. Too quiet. It was closing in on her like a vice around her brain, trying to make her stop moving. Taking a shaky breath, Jinx stood and slipped through the den and up behind Lux, and wrapped her arms around Lux's waist. Oh, hi there, Lux laughed as she leaned back into Jinx and packed a kiss onto her cheek. The soup's about done. It's an Italian recipe for pepper soup, so you might even be able to taste it. Jinx didn't reply. She just hugged tighter, buried her face into the crook of Lux's neck, and took a deep breath as Lux slowly let go of the long spoon she was using to stir the pot, and put a hand on Jinx's head, carding her fingers through the soft blue strands beneath them. Are you okay? Lux asked. My head's doing bad stuff, Jinx mumbled. Turning slowly in place, Lux slid her arms over Jinx's shoulders and hugged her back, stroking her hair softly and cradling the taller woman against her. It was an awkward position. The kitchen wasn't large, and Jinx was taller than Lux by a good measure, but it didn't matter. All that mattered was that Lux was holding her. I love you, Lux whispered in Gutlow. I love you so much, Jinx. I know, Jinx said quietly. And you're perfect, okay? You're perfect just the way you are, she continued, and Jinx hugged her tighter. Those words hurt. They burned at something lodged deep in her brain, but at the same time they felt good. 
They felt right. They felt better than right. They felt almost familiar. Like she'd heard them in a good dream once upon a time. Nodding raggedly, Jinx took several shaky breaths of Lux's scent before drawing back and wiping out her eyes. Sorry, Blondie, Jinx muttered. Just... Lux went out a small laugh. Then she went up on her tiptoes to press a soft kiss to Jinx's lips. Don't be sorry, Jinx, she said as she lowered herself back down. You never have to be sorry for meeting me, okay? Jinx nodded silently as Lux turned back around to tend to the pot of soup. It did smell pretty good, and who knows? Maybe Lux was right. Maybe she'd even be able to taste it. In the end, she had kind of been able to taste the soup. Mostly it tasted like burning, and Lux hadn't been able to get more than a few spoonfuls down before she had to tap out and stick her head in a bucket of ice water that she'd had on hand just in case. But Jinx had definitely tasted something. Somehow, Lux muttered around her toothbrush, that soup actually tasted worse than a hobo knife fight. I thought it tasted great. That's sweet, but you only say that because you couldn't taste most of it, Lux replied flatly. Jinx didn't deny it, but mostly because she wasn't lying, it tasted perfectly fine to her in as much as it actually tasted like anything at all. Flipping over the Hextech sigil plate she was working on, Jinx settled back against the headboard of their bed and flicked on her soldering iron to start making a few corrections. She was pretty sure she knew what the issue was with Pow Pow now. It wasn't the barrel or the firing mechanism. The loading feed wasn't aligned to the rotating barrels. No wonder it was rattling. Honestly, it was kind of surprising that Pow Pow hadn't gone Pow Pow the last time she'd pulled the trigger. Jinx. Lux's low tone broke through Jinx's mental wanderings, and she looked up from her work to find Lux staring at her from the bathroom door in her long linen sleep shirt, with her arms crossed over her chest. Ah, uh, what's up, Blondie? You're soldering in bed again, Lux said. Jinx looked back down at her work, then looked back up at Lux with a wide grin. Ah, oh, come on. Now you set the sheets on fire, uh, four times? Lux filled in. You set the sheets on fire four times, Jinx, which is four more times than most people ever have their sheets catch on fire. I mean, it happens to me all the time. But she flicked the soldering iron off anyway and tucked it away. Lux was laughing, and she was still smiling. The last thing Jinx wanted to do was to make that smile and that laugh go away. Slipping into bed beside Jinx, Lux burrowed under the blankets and curled up before sticking out a hand and slipping it into Jinx, letting their fingers twine together. Jinx gripped her hands tight as thoughts of the letter returns to her mind. She could still tell Lux about it, but she still wasn't sure. She already knew what Lux's answer would be anyway. Hey. Lux squeezed Jinx's hand, and Jinx looked down into blue, blue eyes, and a smile that could make the sun rise in the morning. Yeah? Jinx asked. Could you get the light? Jinx nodded, kipped up, and turned down the little hex light for their room. The night filtered into the room, and with it came more thoughts. Her desk was in sight from there. She could see it through the door, and the letter was calling out to her. She had to decide. Maybe she'd decide while Lux slept. Turning around, Jinx flashed her ear-to-ear -ear grin as she walked back to bed, doffing the rest of her clothes as she did, 
slipped into bed beside Lux, who snuggled up close and nipped playfully at Jinx's neck. Hey, Lux murmured as Jinx's arms settled around her. What's up, Blondie? Jinx asked softly as she settled in. Lux looked up at her with those beautiful eyes, and Jinx's breath caught in her throat as Lux let her hands trail down the length of Jinx's long, scarred body. Make love to me, Lux asked. Jinx's grin widened a little more. Tomorrow. Maybe she'd decide tomorrow. The text of this story is available on AO3. Music by Dot Matrix. If you would like me to record a story, voice over a character, get in touch using the contact information available on my website, which is located at samgabrielvo.com. And there you can find other stories that I've read, as well as a link to my Discord server, where I record things live for your enjoyment. And finally, as always, thank you for listening.